0: Welcome back to the Next Level Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Leslie. I mean, who else would be here but me, right? It is my podcast. (laughs) This is such an amazing episode today. It's super, super special for many reasons, actually. Not just because I have this incredible guest that you will absolutely fall in love with and you need to listen to everything that she has to say because she is a guru and a badass in many ways. But we are also live streaming this on YouTube. My YouTube channel is just sort of starting to explode. So we are doing this live. And it's the first time I've ever doing a Zoom call because this brilliant woman, Ann White, is all the way in Indianapolis. So this is like super new on all levels. Let's hope nothing screws up technically. But um, (laughs) let's jump in. Ann White, welcome. Thank you so much for being here on Zoom. Oh, my gosh. Well,
1: I am absolutely honored to be here with you, Leslie, or Dr. Leslie. What a treat. And I'm looking so forward to sharing all the goodness uh, to, you know, women, just sitting here chatting and empowering other women and men. And um, just thank you again
0: Yes. for,
1: for honoring me.
0: Thank you. Really, this is it's. I really wanted to have you on my podcast for many reasons, but really. You know, you have been such an inspiration to me. I mean, I don't know how many times I've cried (laughs) with you because you just are exactly an answer to my prayer. I've talked so much about this, and I know a lot of my listeners know this, that, you know, there is divine timing. There is intervention. I know you believe in God, and I know there is something beyond us, whatever you call it, wherever you believe it comes from, the universe, your higher self, the monkey in the tree, the alien, wherever. There is something magical. When you set an intention and you want to align with something, boom, it just happens. And you were this incredible gift that came to me right exactly when I needed it. And you really just have exploded me in so many ways. And my heart opened up. And you've unlocked so many things in me. And you're just such an inspiration to me and I know to other women And I wanted you here so that you can not just share more wisdom with me, but for all of my listeners, men and women, particularly women, I know will be drawn to you and the many amazing words that you have to say today. So thank you again. Thank you. I honor you. So let's move into this. So Anne White yeah. is this amazing guru. First, I want to tell everybody this amazing story. So when I first met you, face to face, the second time I met you, my son and daughter were with me. And oh, my God, do you remember the look on their face? I wish I had a camera. When they you told them your age, do you want to share what your age is with everybody? Yes. I mean, I, I'm 62 years young. She, she is 62 years young. And literally my son and their daughter, my daughter, their mouths dropped open. And they were like, oh my God, I thought she was 26. I mean, literally they were mind blown. And you do your energy, your youthfulness, the way you look. I mean, I'm looking at your neck right now and it is impeccable. Like <laughs> it's just, it's so beautiful. So we're going to talk about your health and anti-aging secrets in a little bit. But I mean, I just... You represent so much in terms of agelessness and the way you carry yourself and your energy that my children even were my... They literally reversed your age and they didn't even know your age.
1: Well, who doesn't love that? Right. And they were absolutely precious. I'm telling you, Leslie, congratulations to you. What a great mama you are. It is a beautiful thing. I have six children. I have 13 grandchildren. I mean, to see... Just the the happiness and the joy from your children. Let alone they said that kind those kind words to me. I'll keep that. But <laughs> I it was a, it was a treat to meet them. And you're doing a great job.
0: Thank you. That I always am welcoming those <laughs> words of affirmation and and compliment. But now let's get to you. So you have built an empire on your own. You had very humble beginnings. You have an amazing long-term love relationship. You look incredible. I mean, you are, you have it all. And we want to know how you got it all. So let's start from the beginning. How did you embark on your whole journey of developing the wealth and the success in the business side? Because I know a lot of my women listeners want to know that side because we women generally tend to struggle. We don't have as much of that knowledge. Again, generally as men do. So, tell us how you started. Well, first
1: of all, uh sorry. I think women have a lot of knowledge. <laughs>
0: okay, good.
1: And not, not, not. Men don't have more than us.
0: So, <laughs> um, I love that. I stand corrected. I love that, and that could be that. That's my perception again. In my my city and my experiences. So I love that you said that. Beautiful.
1: (laughs) Yeah, no, 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 no. Um, So, you know, interestingly enough, and speaking to there might be a lot of younger, um, depending on where each and every one of you are at in your journey. When I started out, you guys, I, all I wanted to do was marry my high school sweetheart, uh, have children, and live happily ever after. That was the, my fairy tale. I graduated high school. I did not go to college. I had no business um, degrees, if you will. And so, to me, I'm from a very large family. Most of us just got married young. We have kids. And I just... I thought that was what I was going to do. And so, you know, God had a much bigger plan for me. And interestingly enough, I always, I had, I must have had an entrepreneurial spirit because I've always, um, you know, I started out just, I kind of always created my own businesses working around because I did. I got married at 20, 21. I married my high school sweetheart, my one and only.
0: Aww. We've
1: been together 47 years and married 41. Wow. And um, I did have, we did have children. I have six children, but I also created. Um, God had a much bigger plan, like I said, and so uh, there was. It was non-negotiable for me to work outside the home. I just, I wanted to be home with my children, and so I always uh, had. Uh, side businesses, if you will, um, which I don't really like to call it side hustles or side businesses, because I think anything that any one of you start, you know, you put your heart and your soul into it, you know, go all in. Don't call it a side, because then it makes it sound like it's just this little thing I'm doing, right?
0: Yes, absolutely.
1: So I just I started, you know, as an exercise instructor, and then. I I was always in, I loved health, I loved wellness, I loved beauty, I loved fashion. And so as you'll hear my story, you'll recognize it all kind of played out along with my faith and my family. That was first and foremost. And then business uh, definitely grew.
0: So it sounds like you really... Followed your passion. You followed that inspiration right from the beginning. You you wanted to have your family marry your high school sweetheart, and then it just sort of evolved as those boxes were checked. You found more inspiration, and you just sort of followed your joy into developing these other businesses.
1: I love what you said. Followed your joy. That's beautiful. And yes, I think for anyone when you're that is listening. If you have passion for something, um, and that that was always for me. For me, it was always blessing others. Um, and it was, you know, to me, when I started um, in teaching exercise class, I mean, obviously, I'm serving others, helping them. Um, I started in um, a network marketing business along with that. I loved makeup. I loved um, helping women feel beautiful. So I was doing that. And I love I used the tagline um my Empire started with four lipsticks.
0: Wow, and that's kind of yeah,
1: it you know, it evolved from um having, you know, this cosmetic, and skincare business that I enjoyed. I worked through my home. I had a home business. Well, I also taught exercise class, took my kids with me. When they'd nap, I'd have clients come in and I did makeup and skincare, sold to them, blessed them. And, you know, it just was such, it was always things that I enjoyed doing. And then again, blessing others. And that particular business grew, like I said before, lipsticks grew into, you know, a cause we started our own cosmetic company, really, because it just was one of those things that, um, you know, I found that some of the makeup and skincare in my network marketing company didn't really have what some of my clients wanted. So I thought, you know what? I'm going to create my own life. Wow. And that's what I did. I know. That's
0: that, That's absolutely incredible with having kids and balancing, uh, you know, being a wife. I mean, it takes a lot to be in a relationship. So did you, I, I would imagine that your ambitions, I mean, obviously helped you keep your identity and and allow yourself to sort of really express yourself outside of the relationship tell me how your entrepreneurial spirit sort of affected either positively and or negatively your relationship and your family
1: you know that's a great question too um i would always say that my husband and i have, have been big supporters in and, and um you know our our dream was always to have you know, married, have a family. He was gonna be the breadwinner. He was gonna be the one working outside the home, and I was gonna stay on with the kids. So my, you know, my business is my husband always, always supported things that I did with and I was doing it within the home. And I loved working around the kids. The kids were my oh, that like you said, your my joy. Um and so it it wasn't ever a thought that um you know what I just worked through what worked for our family. And again, it started small. Mm-hmm. You know, I knew uh, my time was, i mean, i was I had you know, six kids. so but I didn't start. When I started in business, I had two. And then, You know, you continue to grow with the family and the business continues to grow. But I worked around the family Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and um, there wasn't really any, um, you know, wasn't like there was ever something that my husband was like, you know, this is too much. You know, we were able to do it. We really worked through it together. And I think that's really important as couples go as well. When you're, you're working, um, and I did a post today about motherhood and entrepreneurship, because I think this is really important for the young moms that are starting out to understand that, you know, you can, you can do it all. I mean, in, you know, that works for you within your peace and harmony and works within your family. And, um, you know, my husband and I always communicated and it just, you know, we were able to do, I've never probably bit off too much more than I could choose, <laughs> but it just kind of evolved throughout the years. Remember, I've been doing this for 30 years, you guys, Yeah, Leslie, I've been doing this 30 years. It's not like I, you know, this empire just grew huge within a year. I took it. It was very... You know, I started out in a way that it did work for the family and um, for the business. And I just continued to grow with it.
0: Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, How many failures would you say? I don't like to use the word failures because... Everything is a learning experience, but in terms of you know it not turning out the way you expected, how how many of those did you experience, or was it pretty smooth sailing? My good, oh my good!
1: <laughs> oh this is one of the most important things I think any of these list- listeners can understand. That, and I, I don't like the word. I've never do not use the
0: word. Right, right.
1: Do not yes. one of those. Yes, that I feel like every. Every single thing that I have gone through in my life has been to move forward to where I am right now. Right. I feel like God has been, it's such a blessing. Those things that are the hardest are what you learn the most from.
0: Absolutely. So
1: honestly, I look at, and again, what I've done in business, i we've learned from the, most of the time, when it's hard, that's when you learn the most. Mm-hmm. So don't ever, those of you that are listening, look at being uncomfortable as good. That means you're growing, and things that end up happening that aren't supposed, to, you're not supposed to be there. Those are, those are the things you're going to learn from. And it's going to take you to that next level. It's hard. Absolutely. But being an entrepreneur is hard. And yeah. you're wearing every hat. And so when you have your own business, you that's how you learn is the things that don't work out are not what you're supposed to be doing. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so, and the things that do, you know, that's that. Is you know when everything's great, it's easy, but when oh my gosh, I I could say probably five times, Leslie, in our um business that we've had to rebrand within 30 years, probably maybe more. Wow, but there's times that oh my gosh, I mean. It's the abs and the blows and the ups and the way downs and the averages. Mm-hmm. You learn from all of them. But the ones you learn from the most are when God has you on your knees and you're like, okay, okay, what do I need to learn from this? Mm-hmm. That's when that's when you you really find out who you are, your grit, your determination. You know, that, and that pushes you forward. And when you don't quit, let me say that again, <laughs> when you don't quit, because it's going to get hard. Life is not meant to be easy. And those are the moments that have gotten us in the 30 years of business is those five times we've had to rebrand. Wow. You know, weren't relevant.
0: Yeah. And that- Wow, that's amazing. It's so it's so inspiring. And it seems like your faith has really helped serve you in those moments. I know you're very you know, you have so much faith, so much faith and a higher power in God. You know, I feel like that is in spending time with you and interacting with you, you're just solid. It seems like you never have a moment where you waver or you have a bad day <laughs> like some of us. And really, I feel like the faith that you have is so incredibly solid and it runs through you. And I know you have your your uh, mindset sort of routine that you do every single morning. But tell me, how much of your faith do you feel played a role in you just being able to know your passion and following your passion and and trusting that things will just work out and maybe contributing some of it to your success and your resilience and and just you being able to keep going and not quitting? Do you think it was a large part of your success or- I mean, I I think it is. <laughs> I mean, is there are people that will just quit. They'll just say, you know what? I don't have faith. I don't trust myself. I don't trust this process. And they will just allow themselves to spiral.
1: Faith is everything to me. My faith is what and not just in business. Faith in life is for life. In my marriage as a mother, as a wife, as a friend as a servant of our Lord and, and in business. I mean, faith has kept me on, um, I I think it's, it's the best word I can use is it, it has been everything. It definitely keeps me grounded. Um, it lets me know I am not in control. Mm. I know who's in control. And you listeners out there, if it, if you think about what peace that can bring you to know that everything in your life, I mean, God is in control of that. That's how I feel, and so I let it. I let go and let God. I listen to my intuition. I think everything that I have done regarding my um, business for sure has been listening to my heart, which is my faith, mm. and knowing if it feels right, do it. If it doesn't feel right, there's a reason. And pretty much 100% of the time, you know, if, if, if it hadn't felt right and I did it, there it might have been, there's a reason.
0: Yeah, it falls so, through. <laughs> say what? It falls through. It just doesn't work out.
1: Well, because God's already planned it. Mm-hmm. And that's where I guess also wisdom. I mean, I am now, I've been through, I'm, you know, I've am i lived 62 years. So I've had a lot of opportunity to continue to learn and grow. And that is such a beautiful feeling that at 62 years young, I still feel like I am just beginning and I'm learning and I'm growing in my faith, in my family, in my marriage, in my business. And it's all because of God and really trusting, trusting that, 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 you know, that God is so good and that, you know, what he's got planned for me is way better than what I've got planned for myself.
0: Isn't that amazing? I feel the same way I found that as you know I've gone through my crazy wild journey that I've you know really opened up and shared about, and you know really brought me down into this you know shame and embarrassment and all of this, and I really um felt so responsible and felt like I made mistakes and just really it brought me down and when i I started to understand, like you said, I'm not in control into having faith and to Um, really separate myself from, you know, identifying with it in a certain way, really things started to open up. And um, that, that love and faith in myself and the trust and my confidence really grew. And I think that, you know, confidence is really an important piece, I feel, to us being able to you know, step out and have bravery and all these. It's sort of like a second. But I think having that faith is like, the okay, I believe that I can do it. I believe that there's a higher purpose. I believe that there's this is teaching me something. And then having that confidence to really then embrace that and step out. I know here in Las Vegas, it's a very different, it's not the Midwest. <laughs> you know, we don't have as much of the, and I don't even want to say religious aspect of it, but just, you know, people don't, remember the faith. It just almost seems in many ways people are like just focused on their um baseline uh needs and whatever they can get. It's a very different dynamic here and I really love that you're focusing so much on this faith and and I believe that confidence and following the bliss. You're you're bringing up some really amazing points that I think really will be um, important for my local listeners, as well as my more broad international listeners. So so thank you for those points. I wanted you know to what, go ahead.
1: I, it's interesting listening to that because you know what? You have an incredible opportunity to really change the face. of um, I look at anywhere I go. I am me. I love Vegas. I love going to Vegas. <laughs> uh, you know, I I know you say, oh, it's not like the Midwest. I understand that. But let's not, let's change that definition. And let's be those, um, the strength and be the change. Because I believe that everywhere has incredible people that want to serve and love. And, you know, Vegas is no different. And so I love the idea that, you know, that could be a great call to action. Absolutely.
0: Um, Absolutely. And I, com- I completely agree with you. And that's why, I mean, it's my divine purpose to be here. Every time I try and leave this place, it keeps calling me back. And I've... Th- through my new endeavors, my new ventures, I've connected with so many amazing people so, so quickly, and I'm building a community, and it is starting. So you, you beat me to the punch. <laughs> it is. There's There are so many amazing people here.
1: And if you're growing, and you're growing in your faith, and you're growing in your trust and your confidence, I think the narrative is going to change for you.
0: Oh, I yes.
1: Think, I think big time... That's going to be like my mission and I travel the world. I, you know, I love to bring joy everywhere I go. And I find that, you know, there's, and honestly, that's just the way I feel, that there's joy everywhere. And there's people that want that and they crave it and they want that hope. And that is why, you know, we are sharing this tonight and we want the world to hear this. And there isn't any reason why we can't feel like that there's just so much goodness. And mm-hmm. when we hear so much talk about the negativity that is in our world, I like to look at the
0: total opposite way. I love that. And, it, and it's, I want to go ahead. Yeah, no, I absolutely agree. It's it's uh, a very interesting city, this this beautiful Las Vegas. And um I love that I'm being positioned in a way, especially you know, having met you and all these new adventures that and ventures that I'm I'm embarking on to be able to bring that here. Um, It's been it's exhilarating, scary, and and fun all at the same time. So I am so up for it. I am so up for it. Um, I wanted to go back to what you're saying about network network marketing. There are, you know, we had talked about this a little bit in, in person that I, I've talked with different types of people. I know they don't, a lot of people don't know about it. Some people are like, it's the worst thing. And there's other people that it's the best thing. I know that, and I had shared this with you, there was a gentleman I spoke to and he was like, I just don't believe in it. I think that it's dumb. And I don't think some people, and I don't want to be gender specific here, but I know that a lot of the network marketing is more women-centric. And from my understandings and experiences, there's so much of a community. It's like a really, really unique, I mean, again, I don't want to separate them, but there's so much women empowerment. And Mm -hmm. I wanted to get your perspective of it. Um, You said you started out with network marketing. Is this something that you would suggest a woman who maybe doesn't have any education or doesn't know anything about business? Is this a good sort of uh, way to get introduced to being entrepreneurial? Or are there other types of fundamental skills that you might suggest um, a woman who's starting out single mom or just single to get themselves going? Another great question. Honestly.
1: It doesn't matter whether, I mean, I had a high school degree, uh, no business, uh, and I built a huge empire. I also think that anybody that has a ton of education, their masters, doctors, lawyers, nurses, I have so many professionals in my organization. Let me tell you guys, I have been a and we didn't get to this part as I grew my empire. I am a boutique owner. I have owned boutiques for 30 years. So that means brick and mortar. That means employees. That means lease. That means insurance. That means inventory. That means a lot of overhead. A huge, <laughs> yeah. a huge overhead. So what I mentor and coach. People on is that network marketing is the most brilliant business model ever. So to me, it doesn't matter what kind of education you have, you are the smartest person, men or women, I might say, because the we have a ton of men in our organization as well. But I honestly Believe that this is the best business model because you don't invest any money in inventory, in brick and mortars. Everything that I just said in overhead, the only investment that you would make when you're in network marketing is, for me, it was it was putting money into because it's the health and wellness and nutrition and beauty that I'm involved in. That's I'm buying it anyway. Right. So, that is the money that I'm spending. And I have an uncapped income that I can make. I'd like to know any other business that does that. I can make more money than the people that own the company if I chose to. And I, and I, some do.
0: Yes. Right.
1: Incredible the income. Now, don't get me wrong. Like I said, I have owned my own business. I love. My boutique business, but I also have learned a lot since being. And I started in network marketing, and then I grew into owning my own business, and then last five years I got back into network marketing. Let's face it, we're all network marketers. So whatever anybody says about MLM, I'm I'm not. I mean, a multi-level marketing.
0: It was very interesting. Yeah, you actually said it was. It was very funny. You said real estate agents are like it's like an MLM. I'm like, I never really thought of
1: it. We all market. We're all network marketers, right? So you know, I look at anybody that wants a chance to make have their own business, be the CFO, the CEO, where you know, have their not trade time for money, travel work from anywhere. Guys, listen to what I'm
0: saying. <laughs> right? It's, it, it's insane. It's ultimate freedom, really, financially it's, and and financially, uh, geographically. Financial. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. It's so beautiful.
1: Me um I love love the um the and, guys, i was skeptical. I get this. I don't understand. I thought I don't need that. I don't need to have that business. I'm already a six-figure income earner. I'm already a successful businesswoman. I'm not doing that. I just want to take these healthy products. Right. I remember it's saying great. that. Well, my stream, my highest stream of income is from my network marketing company now. It started that way at the beginning. Wow. Much higher than being a boutique owner.
0: Do you need so, to be terribly social to be successful with network marketing? Can you be like an introvert?
1: Oh, you should. It's amazing. The differences in everybody is different in. If you show up for your business every day, if you talk about what you love and what you're passionate about, and you're blessing others, I I don't know about you guys, but who can't do that? Yeah.
0: Well said. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I'm not saying this is for everybody. It's not. But I'm also, being a doctor isn't for me. That's for you. (laughs) Boutique owner might not be for you. But as a network marketer, we all, like, if I'm wearing... You know these jeans out or these boots out and somebody stops me and says oh my god you know where did you get those you know of course that's probably not the best because it's typically from my boutique <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so let's say i go to a restaurant and i tell leslie i tell you you've got to go to this restaurant in vegas it is the absolute best restaurant ever you go and you spend $200 at dinner. I don't get any money from that. Right. The restaurant owner is not calling me and saying, I'm going to give you a percentage of that. Thank you for mm. sharing my business with Leslie. Right? Right. And yeah. I can share what I share with you with products that I love. Somebody says, how are you? You look so good. How are you glowing? I share it. They try it. They love it. Makes sense. I might as well make that money. Yeah. I'm, I'm sharing a product, right?
0: They're buying it anyway. It's true. To me, it's 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 a no, it's business. Yeah, and it's a no brainer. Yeah, that's amazing. Okay, it's really great points for those uh, of all ages who want to bring in income. I think you were telling me some uh, one of the. The members, I think, started at seventy. Do you say he started at fifty or seventy years old?
1: Jimmy Smith. I would love everybody to see him. He started at seventy-three. He is now ninety-four. He is made ninety million dollars. Cumulative, cumulative. Wow. Yeah, he's ninety-four. And he's still rocking. (laughs) I don't know about you guys, but you know what? I want to be, I want to have my brain working great. I want to have my stress gone. I'm going to look good. I want to feel good at 94. He's sharper than sharp. He's on all the calls. I'm telling you. And he started out as a butcher. And he he got let go at age 56. He was a butcher all of his life. Let go at 56 with his back hurt. He could no longer work his job. Wow. That he made maybe throughout his life. It's just incredible. The story, there's stories after stories after stories. The key, though, is that you're doing something you love. If you do it and you love it, you share it. And you can make an uncapped income blessing others. it's just, it's a beautiful thing. And you're not trading time for money.
0: Yeah, that's amazing. Very, very inspiring. All right. So let's get into your health and beauty secrets. So why do you look so young? Why do you look 26 to my 10-year-old son or my 11-year-old son? (laughs) Oh, my gosh. So where do we begin? You have a lengthy regimen. You've got skincare products, you have your biohacks, you have um, all these different things that you take. So let's go. Tell us your
1: secrets. (laughs) Again, full disclosure, six, about six and a half years ago, I was diagnosed with osteoporosis. Hmm. And that is definitely you being a doctor, you understand that is definitely a diagnosis. Well, nobody wants. And I thought, you know, that I was in good shape. I thought I ate well. You know, I exercised. I knew I was aging, but, and I wasn't feeling as much energy as I used to, again, but as time continued to go on, and then I was diagnosed with that. So I knew that I had to take my health seriously. And I'm sure there's a lot of you listeners, you know, you get a diagnosis of some kind or, you know, life has not been, you know, you're just not feeling your best. You're not living your best life. Mm -hmm. And I knew that I wasn't going to go down without a fight. And God, once again, brought this nutrition to me. Mm. So again, I always thought I had taken care of myself. Things happen. And I know all of us know as we start aging, things start happening, things change. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's your skin, right? Maybe it's, you know, your your weight. Maybe it's your, um, you know, brain function. all kinds of different things change. So for me, I... But I've got to look into making sure I was depriving my body. Mm -hmm. It was, I think, more starving. You know, I was depleting it. So I looked into um, nutrition because I knew I had to get on some type of plan through my doctor. Um, And isogenics, which is what I am part of. And that's my health and wellness company Mm -hmm. uh, was introduced to me and I was skeptical. And I thought, you know what, Um, you know, I got to do something. I'm going to, I want to try this. It was, you know, good proteins, nutrition, supplements, vitamins, things I wasn't doing Mm -hmm. just didn't have a good plan. So it wasn't really feeling my body. And I knew that, you know, okay, I'm going to give it a good try. I called my doctor. Lastly, you're going to love this I called my doctor and I said um, uh, this is what I want to start doing what do you think and anybody out there knows you know you talk to doctors about nutrition most of the time they want to you know tell you to start on prescription start mm-hmm. on this start on that whatever. Yep. Yep. and I wasn't I didn't really want to do that kind of stuff so she kind of stopped and giggled at me because I told her, this is what I wanted to start. I thought, oh, here we go. And she said, Ann, I have been on isogenics for five years. That was my doctor. Wow. And I thought, if it's good enough for my doctor, it's good enough for me.
0: Wow. And
1: that was my aha moment. That was God. And I thought, okay, I'm going to give it a good go. Here I am, five and a half years later. It's the art of well-being for me. And God brought it to me so I could bless a whole lot of people. And I reversed my osteoporosis.
0: Wow. Congratulations. That's huge. That is Uh, absolutely huge.
1: Yeah. And it was through good nutrition, good supplements. Um, of course, strength training um, it, and just fueling my body with what it needed. It was getting the best and vitamins, all the things. If your body, if the listeners out there, if if your body is not feeling the way you and you're not feeling the way you want to feel, it's because your body is not getting what it Mm -hmm. it's not market science. yeah and that was to me I call it the art of well-being and it's my lifestyle and and that is it no diet, no diet guys diets don't work
0: no, absolutely not not. (laughs) (laughs) not that's true and we really, you know, even with me and my practice and with the brand that I'm building it is all about a lifestyle it has to be sustainable, it has to be something that works. I'm also very science based. And okay. as you brought up isogenics it's it's interesting because I've been, you know, as I've met you and worked with you and and brought on isogenics into my life, you know, the literature behind it is actually very fascinating because I'm a super nerd. I love all the the, the things, all, reading it all and knowing that it works and or not. And then I'm always about clinical, right? So does it work? What are the what are the results people are actually getting? Because it's one to have something that makes money and, you know, we're helping people. But we also want to make sure that we have something that, you know, actually is working for them, that there's science behind it. Because I'm, I'm, again, it's, it is important for me to be authentic. I want to help. I want to help the best of my ability. I want to be passionate about it. I don't want to sell. I'm not like a salesperson. Um, that was always my downfalls. I, I'm just like this, super nerd i just want to give you what it is that we we you know i think that works but or what i'm told works especially in western medicine of course we're being educated from a a particular stream of knowledge that isn't always fully complete and um yeah isogenics has actually been pretty um phenomenal and you are a an amazing testament to that, the way you look, the way you are. I mean, I love your story about having reversed your osteoporosis. I mean, that's, that's huge. In my school of of medicine, really, we would be told to, you know, throw you on medicine. I'm really glad you chose not to do that. I'm so glad that your doctor was on board and um, was an example, was an example for you and gave you that option. You. Yeah, it's very huge. And
1: you know, it's interesting you say that because again, you being a science nerd for me, I have been in business for thirty years. My character, my integrity, is my is everything. Yes. And my the people that have worked with me know who I am as very authentic. Mm. I would never share anything that I don't use, mm. that I'm not passionate about. That. I haven't, if I feel like it, it has compromised, no chance, Hmm. no chance. I, I back with a no compromise company. I would not have ever, if this didn't work for me, I would not be sharing it with others. And I agree with you on, if you're trying to sell something, then you're not being authentic. Hmm. And like, for me, I share everything that I love that I know can bless others mm. and then I let them make the decision if it's for them all I can do is share and I've been blessed that God has given me that platform that I get to And I notice I say I get to I get to help others I don't have to I get to yeah and it's Be and that's why God brings these things to me and to others. And then I let just like when you and I met, I share what I think would be something that could really bless you, and then I let you make that. It's up to you, right? Yeah, and you know, to choose if you want to or not. And you know, I can't make anybody do anything, and I wouldn't. But I definitely, I feel like if you are living your best life and feeling your best, what a gift that is. And you can share that gift, whatever it is, with others. You feel the hope. You feel the confidence. You feel the all of that, um, you know, that joy. And it exudes out, like you've been talking about. And you yes. recognize that with me. That's what we... We, what we're on this podcast for, right, is that we hope the listeners are out there and
0: they're like, "I don't know what those girls are doing, but I want what they have because they're so yes, you know, it's it's exciting, it's and that's really and what. Listen, yeah, exactly. And this is what success is. You know, success really is to me, and really should be for everybody. And this is, you know, with my live your mastery um, approach. You know, my brand. Success is really about fulfillment. And fulfillment to me is not just wealth or physical vitality. It's all of it together. I want people to be happy and blissful every single day, to have their wealth, their, their financial wealth, their freedom. I want them to be, you know, physically vital, mentally well, emotionally happy, complete fulfillment, complete, complete fulfillment. That is true success. And passion doing something that you're passionate about and contributing outside yourself i i find really is what locks everything in it mm-hmm. you can have all of those things but really i feel like what glues them all together is that you are contributing outside when you really are what when your passion aligns with being able to contribute it's like next level the fulfillment oh. the the experience of life Literally, is at a whole new level. It's the next level, which is again why my podcast is the next level and why you're here because we're all about the next level. And and I just I I love the faith. I love the um, the confidence piece. I love you know how you're you're sharing these wealth mastery tips. And I love that you know we're wanting to measure our success truly by that um, passion guiding our way being authentic and achieving that mm-hmm. like ultimate ultimate fulfillment.
1: You know, Leslie, I have found throughout again my years of being like business, family, faith. Um when we get outside of ourselves and it isn't about us. It's about others. It is, a, like you said, a whole new level. It takes us out of the equation. And and, and honestly, that's my being. It's, it's just such a beautiful thing. Like when I get up in the morning, whose life can I bless today? Mm. That changes everything. It's gratitude. And so... That to me is really what it's all about. And when, because so many people, when I'm coaching them, and you hear the conversation, and then we switch it to now, think about the other person. Yes. Take yourself out now. It's not about you. I've even said that to you, last week. Yes. Yeah. You know what? It's about you. Get out. Get out of your own way. It's about blessing them. And when you start thinking of it in those terms, everything changes.
0: It is such a huge shift when you mm-hmm. put yourself. I mean, it's important to have self-love and to honor yourself and to, and to keep yourself, you know, have, have yourself known, recognizing you and being authentic.
1: That, when you are giving it to others, you are. that's, that's right. there. Right. Right. It, it's God. It's God. Exactly. And then I just it's not about me. And it just changes
0: everything. Yeah. Yeah. It's it for me when I made that switch over, um, to really understanding, to really it it truly I know when I've coached people and they've been really stuck in that and even from my own experiences too, it's a very hard thing to go from, because that actually, I think from, from what I've experienced and, and seen, it's a, it really is about the trust because it's about me, me, me. I need, it's from scarcity. It's from fear. It's from not having it's, I don't think I'm supported and loved and cared for by the universe or God or myself, or I can't do it. When you can really make that switch, that connection from I need to I need to sell because I need to get to No, I what do you need? The difference there is profound and it really is about trusting and knowing that I'm going to be taken care of. I have complete faith when I follow from my bliss and my passion and I can serve others, you truly will be taken care of and supported. That that is the the bridge. That people need to cross, and when you cross that, wow! Look out! It is like magic. The blessings that come back—it's abundance. It really is. It really is abundance. abundance. Yeah, I mean, dropped the my blessing—that
1: was that was, <laughs> was exactly—and and it's making that shift. And it takes time, but it absolutely changes everything. A change in
0: perspective changes everything. Yeah, absolutely. I think that is a beautiful way to end the podcast today. I mean, like you said, it was a mic drop. I, I, I'm trying to resist, you know, maybe I'll throw it out there anyways. Do you have any pointers or any type of wisdom you can share with our listeners to help bridge that gap, to make that transition into um, stepping into faith and it, and you know again people don't have to be religious just stepping into the faith into no. that trust like is there a ritual or words or what would you suggest if you have 3 throw it at us or one really really profound I love
1: one that. 100%. I think the most important thing is the way you start your day. The way you start your day makes up for the rest of your day. If you start your day with intention, and again, whatever it is, it's a spirit, God, universe, whatever it may be. But starting your day with intention, in gratitude, Mm. with just could be prayer, devotion. If you start your day with the positive, instead of picking up your phone and scrolling and looking at everybody else's life, Watching negative news, all of those things start your day with that, the limiting beliefs, the mindset that is not positive. Mm. If you can be intentional, even, and I know there's a lot of you mamas out there that are like, where do I even find time? I'm exhausted. You know, the babes are getting up. I got to get them off to school. I know I have six kids. I have 13 grandchildren. (sighs) I know all of that. I've lived. But I tell you, if you can even start five minutes, ten minutes, where it is about positive and it's beautiful energy Mm. and it's whose life can I bless, Lord, what do you have for me today? Not watching negativity and not just Mm. immediately picking up that phone, having that time for you.
0: I love that. Can change everything. I love that. Yeah, that's amazing. I remember when I my kids were little and I was a single mom, I would make sure that, you know, they were all settled, even if they were in their high chairs or whatever, or in the other room, I would – have my time in the bathroom, I would brush my teeth and I would get into my mindset. And then when I would drop them off, I would do these mini meditations in the car. I've come to absolutely love my car time. Sometimes I would just yep. arrive at work 10 minutes early after dropping the kids off, I would sit in my car and breathe and listen to some music or mm. some, some you know, um, wave, you know, frequencies or whatever that just put me in this amazing state. Sometimes I couldn't do it right in the morning, but I knew I was holding space. I know that I'm going to get that 10 minutes before work. And I just loved that time. And even just the anticipation of that time kept me in a good space. Yes. Just knowing I was going to have that time allowed Mm -hmm. me to get into a, a, a state where I was going to be able to get through the craziness of the morning and then... It was just divine. So I love that. That morning routine and getting to state is absolutely um, important. The gratitude and really focusing on on stepping to the trust and the faith that you're going to be taking care of. I'm just going to add that because that is what I know through all of my challenging times got me through as well. Just knowing I'm not in control. I'm surrendering. I trust. I have faith. Guide me. Just show up for me what I want. When I finally let go and surrender into that peace, my goodness, you know, that's when magic happens. So thank you so much for oh, those yeah. points. Thank you. Oh, my God. Anne White, I love you so much. You are just an amazing human and woman and angel, really. Well, I hope
1: that I, even if I touched one listener out there, that's what God brought me for. So I'm so thankful for you. I'm so grateful God brought you into my life. So you know what? Let's just keep shining our light, everybody. Let's keep blessing and let's go crush the rest of this week.
0: Yes, I love it. Thank you so much. All right, everyone listening. Until next time.